Welcome to another shitty episode of the <laughs> SDA yes. podcast. It's been a long time, like a long time, um, and we're back to talk about a really bad movie. <laughs> oh, uh, or a movie that nobody cared about. Um, I'll give it a little credit. Um, uh, New Mutants. Uh, New Mutants, I believe, was a movie that was finished about two years ago, and uh, it kept on getting delayed and delayed and delayed. And finally, um, it was apparently so bad they put it into theaters during uh, during a pandemic. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, are those all the, true statements? Like it was really done filming two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's oh, done. True, that is true. And then we, they, they went back the for theater like, for COVID, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think it was the only like major studio release. Uh, well, the first major studio release um, to be in theaters during uh, during COVID. So. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I mean, technically, it's uh, the movie side. It is the final, <laughs> the final X Men movie of the 20th Century Fox uh, universe. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's. I I don't know if there's supposed to be a spinoff or they had plans to do future ones, but uh, yeah, they finally released it, and uh, we are here talking about it today. So I'm gonna kick it off. Oh, well, quick rounds of introductions. Quick, a quick round of introduction. This is Anthony. Uh, there's Dat. There's Arthur. There is Kai and Nick Chikoy. We're missing uh, we're missing Ronald tonight. So, all right. Um, to kick things off, I will let Arthur tell us a little bit about the New Mutants. Okay. Thanks, Anthony. So the New Mutants. Um, for those who don't know who they are, they're basically um, in the Marvel Universe, they're like the second generation of the X-Men. So if you're familiar with the X-Men, they're kind of like the main mutant team. And the New Mutants are sort of like their junior class. Um, some of them are related to the X-Men. So if people are familiar with Colossus, you know, Peter Rasputin, that character. His younger okay. sister is Ileana in this movie, Ileana Rasputin, oh. the blonde. Yeah, so they are actually, yeah, so not, a... all of them are, not all of them are related, but they are considered the second class. So hence the word New Mutants. Um, part of it from a publishing perspective in the 80s because the X-Men were doing so well and so good and the, the main writer who was the one who really put X-Men on the map, Chris Claremont um, you know, if you've heard of Dark Phoenix Saga, Days of Future Past all those big X-Men stories and, and more that you know, the X-Men were becoming so big that obviously from a, a Marvel publishing perspective they're like, put out more mutant books right, um, more concepts and Chris Claremont was like know very protective right he wants to make sure that things are cohesive he doesn't want it to get out of hand so a lot of stuff had to go through him so they asked him to launch the book called new mutants um because obviously you know from a publishing and a, a money generation perspective marvel wanted to you know make more money on mutants and of course you know chris wrote the book for a while but as you get more and more you just can't keep up with stuff right there's so many stories there's so many characters and so many plot plot threads it gets kind of unwieldy, but he did write the book for a long time. And then it has, it has a, a bit of a, a strong following. Obviously it's not as popular as X-Men, um, but, you know, just think of it purely as um, the, the junior class. Um, the interesting thing is that, you know, if we all know Kitty Pride, she was like the yeah. youngest X-Men, right? Mm -hmm. She was never a new mutant though. Age wise, she technically should have been. So I think maybe because of her popularity or because maybe she was gifted or she just started with the X-Men more, they kept her on the X-Men as sort of like a junior member of that team. But she didn't really like, she was never a, a New Mutants um, character per se. Like she was friends with Ileana, like her best friend. But she was never a New Mutant character, even though she's the same age as them. <laughs> so it's just one of those weird things. Um, but in a nutshell, the New Mutants is, is um, kind of like your next generation of X-Men. So that's how they sort of expanded that universe in the 80s. Instead of creating new X-Men characters, which they did, why not make it, you know, a school, right? You know, build upon that whole idea of Charles Xavier having a school. So, you know, Uncanny X-Men are the first class or the, the original five are the first class. Then you've got the, the new X-Men, like, you know, Storm, Colossus, Nightcrawler. And then now you have the new mutants. So it's generational. So, yeah, I can get into it more, but that's in a nutshell. Cool. The, the background. All right. Um, let's jump right into the reviews. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be a huge amount to talk about, but 
maybe Kai, since we just watched it fresh, why don't you uh, oh. why don't you go first on what you thought about New Mutants? Um, so I I remember watching the trailers for this. Um, when they started, they tried to frame it as like a horror movie, like a yeah. semi horror movie. Yep. Yeah, yep. it was um much yep. darker than different very different from the yeah. mainline x movies yeah yeah and um i remember watching this trailer in the theaters actually and i was like okay so we have like this horror twist on new mutants i didn't know anything about new mutants so i was like maybe these are some gray area mutants right some that play both sides of the fence whatever right like a suicide squad-esque type shit whatever um so i kind of parked it in the back of my mind um, so watching this, I had no clue what to really expect. Um, but for me, like, uh, at the very beginning of the movie, it kind of just like slowly just, I wouldn't say derailed cause there wasn't anything to like kind of be rails on, but it just never grabbed me. I don't think there was ever a moment in the movie that I was like, okay, at least that paid off or okay, that was interesting. Glad I saw that close off, right? I, in the very start, you have this disaster where this town's getting destroyed. And then you fast forward to this very suspicious doctor right off the bat. Um, talk to our main character. <laughs> and then... <laughs> You're just sitting there and you oh, okay. with the suspicious doctor. Um, you know, they tell her that a tornado destroyed her town, and then like within two seconds, they say you're a mutant. And I'm just like, Oh, okay, we're just gonna go right into that. And then she just takes it so casually. It's like, hmm, yep, my town was destroyed by a tornado. I'm a mutant. Okay, cool. <laughs> and, then, and then she talks about how there's other people in this, like, you know, derelict building that they're kind of, um, I guess, like, doing therapy services for. Um, and there's just, like, there's just terrible storytelling with regards to setting up the main character in terms of even the payoff at the end of the movie, um, setting up any of the supporting characters in terms of who they are, what they do, why they exist. And um, there's just a lot of questions that were unanswered for me where I'm just trying to like grab onto something that's like semi-interesting, but, all the characters were just so boring. Um, the rich guy, um, you know, the Mr. Flame on, terrible, right? <laughs> like, he couldn't even Sunspot. play, Sunspot. yeah, he couldn't even play a douchey rich guy well. Like, I, it was just bad. Like, he was in the middle of nothing for, for who that character is. Um, what was really cool was the first time I saw her. Um, one bright spot, and which is actually a much more interesting story, is Queen's Gambit. Uh, I saw the mm -hmm. uh, actress for Queen's Gambit playing yeah, Anya, Ileana. Anya Taylor Joy. Yep. Yep. And oh, that's like, her. Oh. Yeah, that's her. She's yeah. Good. I know that was her. Yep. I was she was a nobody. Gambit. She was kind of a nobody back then. Well, not nobody, but she just wasn't as. Can well be known. in this movie, Queen's Gambit girl? Yeah, yep. she is. Is there a Professor mm -hmm. X? No, are they No, Professor X. They allude yeah. to him, but they don't. Yeah, uh, they don't it's a different school doesn't show yeah. yeah it's a bad school yeah um was <laughs> they're trying to say it was his school but keep on going <laughs> yeah um so i saw her uh, unfortunately her character even though she has like the most lines out of the four of them um was just as confusing and boring um, yeah it's pretty shallow i really wanted to learn who she was because she apparently had very interesting power like she went into some interdimensional area where she apparently got powers um but they never explain how that happens or why that's the case they just say it's her happy place but that explains nothing for why she has a pet dragon and yeah. her arm is a fucking cyborg like you know lightsaber arm and then she can 
go in and out of this dimension. Is that a real this. character? Yeah. So yeah, yeah so, that is. Yeah. So magic is her code name, magic with a K, and her mutant power is uh, to create dimensional portals between a place that is not necessarily completely hell, but it's like a demon realm, so she can teleport between distances. And that sword is actually called the Soul Sword. So it's it's a mystical, um, uh, magic type sword that it's not like cutting, it's not like a lightsaber ish, but it, it's a magical type sword that can do either hurt your soul or um, cut through you in a different kind of way, in more of a spiritual way. I, I can't say that I'm the, the most versed in her character, but um, that's more or less her her powers. So and she we're can saying portals, yeah. Are we saying those creepy things that were her nightmares, like from that realm that she keeps coming from? Then that's one of the things I was even kind of curious. Like, I thought they were going to explain that because in those <laughs> realms that she visits, they, there are things in there that, that she's had, she struggled with before or had to deal with. So when I was seeing it, and then I don't, I don't want to get into it with since you're talking in your opinion, but I thought, like, are those guys part of her dimension? Are they not? I don't know. <laughs> so. Your, your yeah. question is as good as mine. <laughs> God. Yeah, so... And I wasn't... Yeah, go ahead. This just contributes to, like, the blandness of all their backgrounds, right? Because she alludes to how she... Well, one, apparently, is a serial killer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then you have uh, Mr. Like Flash in a different way, um, who also accidentally killed a lot of people. And then can- we eventually, cannonball. Yeah. yeah, cannonball. We eventually figure out, I guess, or just assume that Danny killed a lot of people, right, mm-hmm. through her nightmare um, that she conjured. And then you know, um, Hotspot also killed, well, his girlfriend, I guess. Um, so they all have the same background. Oopsie daisies, I killed someone, and it's just Isn't like, that, okay, it cool. Just seems awful, though, doesn't it? Like. They weren't even creative around how they, they wrote the characters. Like, everybody killed somebody they loved or was important to them. And everything was, like, yeah. super bad and super, like, and, sort of character tropey around yeah. And them I don't know if that's canon from the New Mutants book, because I'll, I'll be honest. I, I'm not the most versed in New Mutants, so I don't know if those origin stories are true or not. So they could be true based on the book. I'd have to actually look it up. Mm. So. And I think true or not, just writing it that way is just kind of bad writing. Everybody took turns saying, "Who you did have to you execute kill? better?" Yeah, you have to execute yeah. better. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So I don't know if it is if they're just following the books, which okay, fair. But I agree, you have to execute on the presentation of that better. Mm-hmm. And so, given how like homogenous their backgrounds are, it just doesn't lend into building any chemistry between the four characters. Sorry, the five characters. Um. And then I thought her relationship with Ray, right, who apparently I guess is just a werewolf. Um, that's that's all I could tell her powers were. True. Um, you know, that I rain, felt... Rain, yeah. More or less correct. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was she, like, yeah. you know what? Sorry, what, what? Is there like some additional explanation for her power? No, no it's she's just a mutant. Yeah. She is. I just would have, I mean... Is that Arya? Is that Arya Stark? Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> I would have liked it more if she if they had done her because she's got sort of an in between phase two where yeah, she's exactly. half human, half wolf, yeah. which would have right. been far more interesting on screen. Like, yeah. Way more, and they just didn't deal with yeah. that. She is can, her. She can, sorry, go ahead. No, please. I was gonna say, is her background similar to like Nightcrawler in terms of like religious? No. Oh yes. So she's so Nightcrawler is Catholic. I believe she's either Christian or Catholic. Um, okay, but, but she's like struggling is... with it where Nightcrawler is just yes. like, oh, he yes. sometimes struggles with it too, I guess. Right, but not as much as her because okay. she had those bad experiences when she was younger. Right. Um, you know, abuse. And also, she, you know, she took the, not just physical abuse, but the the struggle of like, I'm this werewolf, so I must be some demon, but I'm of, of Christian Catholic faith, so where does yeah. that leave me? So that, that's a, actually a, a cool in origin or dichotomy. I, yeah. I think that character-wise, it, it makes sense. It's kind of cool. I would say personality-wise, she was the closest one to comic book. I think Rain really is yeah. sort of a tortured teen in the comics, right. but everybody else seemed pretty off to me relative to the comics. Yeah, but, and yeah. Dot makes a good point about, so her powers are, she can be either full wolf, so not as strong, but you know, you're quicker and you're agile and you can track, and then you're kind of half and half, so you have half the strength, 
half human mobility, but also wolf feral powers, kind of like a teen wolf. And then you're human. So you, you can kind of shift between the three, um, depending on your need. Her wolf, wolf Spain is her name, her code name, her comic book name. Mm, okay. So they, they never say this in the movie, right? So you, no, you the never. Points, they don't tell you. And, they don't know, really say anything. That's true too. Like I was know, waiting not... for nicknames or something or just tags or I don't know. Yeah. I was just Magic like, oh. was the closest that you get to, but even then, you're like you won't you won't know unless you are you're a fan or a comic person. Right. Because right. she says I'm Magic. You're like okay, you will, you would never know that. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Um. Yeah they they don't explore any of her like. I mean, they do it in like some direct scenes where she's like confessing or how she was, you know, a victim of a priest, right? But it has nothing to do with like and like developing her internal battle with her faith and her powers, right? It, it's all just more about like her mm-hmm. situation, nothing about her character, which was unfortunate. Um, but like, you know, I I was happy to just accept their friendship, like you know, her and Danny. But then they had that scene where they break her, like she breaks her out of the the facility for a little bit. And then they kiss. And I'm just like, I didn't see any of this coming. Like I had, <laughs> I was just like, this is completely yeah. unnecessary. That's movie. That's movie. New movie lore, I believe. Cause rain. Yeah. yeah. She, she was dating other people guys on the new mutants team i think i think danny later on was revealed that she was lesbian i believe i'm I, don't quote me on that so i think they may have just sort of shortcutted that but it was just such a huge shortcut yeah it meant like i was just like this is just so out of nut like i don't think any of these characters should be kissing anyone like, <laughs> <laughs> you know and I'll, I'll make an unpopular comment too it it it, it felt so out of nowhere, Kai, to support your point, that it almost felt like, again, just Hollywood just trying to throw some stuff in there to be diverse or whatever. It 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 just um it just seemed out of left field to check off a box in a lot of ways, right? Unimportant, um, unnecessary, and sort of almost blindsided you in a way, right? Um, yeah. And and look. I'm I'm all I'm as supportive as I would be normally, but at the same time, I still feel like you know it's like changing um, genders or doing ethnicity swaps. You just, it just has to work, and not that it didn't break it, it didn't break anything, but it just felt really sort of awkward. I don't know. Yeah, that was me. It was, I don't know if anybody else felt it was that. So awkward. I read um, about it one it... time accidentally, so it didn't. I didn't surprise me, unfortunately. So, uh, is there an actual pet dragon? Or are you talking about a puppet? The uh, puppet turns into. Oh, so yeah. that's the funny thing. So the puppet, I think. So there's actually a dragon called Lockheed, and but Lockheed is a is the pet of Kitty Pride, and they find him. They find him on one of their dimension. You know, one of the X Men's dimensional adventures, and then the dragon actually comes and lives with the X Men and hangs out with Kitty Pride, and is sort of like sometimes helping the X-Men out or, or, you know, hangs out on one of their teams. So the, the, the dragon was cool, actually. For the little t- screen tab that I saw, I'm like, oh, there's Lockheed, and he looks pretty cool. Well, but they sort of integrated sort of, his character with Ileana's uh, a bit. So I think uh, Kitty kind of took over ownership of the pet when Ileana died, right? I don't... Yeah, so I, I don't know if, she, if Lockheed started with Ileana more mm-hmm. uh, or Kitty more... But I just remember that Kitty, at least when I think of Lockheed, I think of Kitty Pride because they're like, you know, inseparable. Like in, as sure. as like uh, if you own a dog or something like that, you know, yeah. your best friend, your best dragon, you know, that kind of thing. So right. I could be, it could be Ileana was the first one, but um, it's a good, it's a good call out. So mm-hmm. hi, um, just final, final thoughts on the movie. Uh, yeah, it was, it was just nothing good. Um, final scenes, <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess we're essentially going to be told what her powers were. Even like being able to try to piece together the mystery as a viewer of, oh, what are Danny's powers? There weren't enough clues for me to even figure it out. Which, yeah, I like, I was kind of like, I guess she's causing all these nightmares. And then they yeah. just straight tell you, yeah, she's causing all these nightmares. And I was like, okay, whatever. I don't care at this point. 
um the whole like how they resolve it is equally stupid um because the quote at the end of the movie where she talks about how her father says there's a good bear spirit and a bad bear spirit and whichever takes over is the one you feed the most it's a very common quote um doesn't even say it at the beginning of the movie for you to like piece that together and say oh no. okay maybe she can i'm just like this is so this is just pe- giant piece of shit so um <laughs> I was so glad that I just had it on the side and was watching it and it, <laughs> it deserves like the score that it got. Yeah. <laughs> right Those are my final thoughts. Right <laughs> All right. Uh, who watched it most recently? That or Arthur? I saw it two or three weeks, two weeks ago. All right. I saw it on Saturday. Arthur. All right, Arthur. Um, sure. What so, did you think? Um, so kind of like Dot, I, or sorry, uh, like Kai, I remember seeing the trailers. And there was two actual trailers. One was okay, and then they recut a different one. I thought, oh, actually, this looks better. Because I think one thing um, I forgot to mention to you, Anthony, or you, you probably know, they actually had to refilm the scenes during the two years. Like, they went back to the drawing board, I believe, because either criticism yeah, they or did early reshoots. screenings, they said. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know how much of the original was there, or did they really redo a good significant chunk of the movie regardless but by the time they got the the new trailer i'm like okay this actually might be kind of promising it might actually be a gem if they're going a different way but very similar to what kai said um it's not the movie's not as egregious as like fantastic four the latest one mm-hmm. but it's so undercooked and on top of what kai mentioned it's so weird where okay you have five kids that hang out at this facility Nobody else works there. You only see this one lady, you know, uh, Reyes, Dr. Reyes. Nobody questions why she's the only person seeing them. There's no staff. Like, if the other kids who are already there. there, yeah, like, if the other kids don't say anything, then I expect, like, maybe they've already been beaten down, right? But the main character who brings you in, Danny, she's not questioning, well, who picked me up? Who are you guys? Why are you here? Um and, and, you know, I was th- expecting her to sort of be like your entryway. Like, why am I in this weird place? You can't keep me here. Who, who made you responsible for my well-being? Can I contact, can I look for my friends or, or something like that, right? If the other kids are like, no, you just have to hang out here. Okay, I get it. Maybe they've been beaten down already. So kind of like what Kai mentioned, it's like they just sort of accept that they're here and they hang out and they obey. And, and But they're allowed to kind of hang out. So they're not like, tortured per se they're not mind controlled they're allowed to kind of hang out walk around and do things they're not necessarily abused but they're not exactly clamoring to go to leave either which is really strange like the premise is 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 good but it's definitely undercooked and it had potential but like it would almost be better if they had a setting where everything looked legit but then it starts coming apart at the seams or you start to see things that just don't seem right because otherwise, I didn't buy the whole scenario where, you know, okay, you know, um, my whole family was killed, so I'll just kind of hang out at this weird facility where nobody hangs out, and maybe I talk back, and then now I'm in solitary confinement. Okay, that's okay with me, you know. It's, it's really odd. Like, and that part of me was like, wait, did she drag her in <laughs> to the conf- solitary confinement, or did she just obey? So there's all these weird undercooked things that don't make sense. Um, and it's just like there's a lot of potential there. So I'll say like as a fan of X-Men, I've always loved the X-Men. I wouldn't say I'm the biggest New Mutants fan. I like them. I like the characters. So when I saw this cast, I thought, oh, they've got the prime New Mutants character, the, the main five from the books. And then they've, they've had other characters. So I'm like, okay, they, they look pretty spot on. I like the actors they've hired. I think Macy Williams as Wolfsbane is actually a really inspired actor. Um, casting choice yeah casting choice definitely because i i believe she's scottish too i don't know completely oh yeah that, that is uh, Maisie williams yeah. i didn't even yeah, piece that together <laughs> are you yeah, kidding me like, yeah wow so so when i heard that she was going to be wolfsman like, what that's great that's great casting you know and i think she played it differently enough that i'm like wow this is the same killer character from G- game of thrones but she's totally different here i'm like wow macy good job on the the acting from what the material gave you. I'm not saying the movie's great, but, you know, she did what she could do. Like, I was convinced she was sort of this awkward character. 
that's not to say that the movie's under you know not undercooked, but I like the casting. I like the guy who played Cannonball because he was also in Stranger Things. He's got that kind of a small town, uh, Charlie Houston, I believe, right? Um, oh yeah, he's, he's the yeah, brother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he's right. got that, and, and Cannonball is sort of that small town, you know, farm boy, um, you know, southern kind of uh, hey, G. Willigers, that kind of you know innocent character, and you know, that's all. I, yeah, I like Charlie. Like he he fit that. I like the character who played Danny uh, Moonstar, who's her codename. In case you guys don't know, is Mirage. So her powers are psychic projection. So she can project illusions. So Kai is right. If you didn't know that, you would have no idea what her power was. I actually figured out what was going on at the end. Like, oh, she's the one causing all these nightmares. She's extracting their fears and projecting them. Okay, that's how they're explaining her powers. But I only got that because I'm a comic fan. They don't give you the clues to kind of like piece that together. So that's that's spot on. Um, I like obviously Anya Taylor Joy for magic. That's great casting. So I think the casting is is great. Um, but yeah, the movie's just like undercooked. And a good point, you know. Again, this is weird. I'm agreeing with a lot of what Kai said tonight. Is in the beginning <laughs> in the beginning of the movie, you're like, oh, I'm a mutant. Shouldn't you give a little background? Like, do you know what a mutant is? Not really. Like, how would you know as an audience? Like, oh, I'm a mutant. So, and then they're starting to throw things out as if you you know. They're making the assumption that you know what a mutant is, and you know who Xavier is, and you know what the school is. She just, you just sort of said, oh, you're a mutant. Oh yeah, I guess I am. Okay, I'll go hang out at this really creepy facility with only one doctor and four other kids and no other staff. You know, my impression okay. of that part in the the movie was that um, the world sort of understood that means existed already and that the Xavier Academy was a well-known city. Um, mm-hmm. So to and, be, yeah. be identified as one is, it seemed to me just like a, okay, it doesn't seem so odd. It's normal. Yeah. I thought they were it trying was... to hint towards like they were at a place for Xavier, right? He's one of yeah. his facilities and, or something. And I would have I bought that more if the facility looked a little bit normal with staff and looked a little bit not so haunting, but there's something, you know, creepy underneath, you know, the, the clean veneer and the positive, right? That would have made more sense to me, but it just made, it just, I couldn't buy the fact that you would be willing to go hang out at this weird place with one person with no staff that looks like a haunted house. And oh, by the way, there's a force field outside, so you can't even leave. You're a prisoner. That's just like, and that none of them would be having a problem with that like they seem to be like okay well guess i'll just hang here because can't leave like really i would be like you know majorly pissed or angry trying to always escape right or do something but they just sort of be like oh i guess it's for my own good i'll just hang out so i felt like if you set the setting to be like a real school but there's something sinister underneath the veneer it would have just lent itself better to me as like a better storytelling setting or an angle otherwise none of the motivations made sense to me um and it just felt so undercooked like there's so much potential here so i don't hate the movie again i don't think it's as bad as fantastic four but i'm super underwhelmed Ooh, that by the would fact be, that, yeah interesting question whether it's worse than fantastic yeah, four like it's not it's it's, it's not. not i don't think it's as bad as fantastic four but i'm disappointed because they've gotten some good elements here really good like the casting and the characters but the material was weak. The setting is interesting, but it was not utilized properly or to, to better effect. I like, I like the, the fact that you know it could be a horror movie-ish or suspense. Didn't really get that far. And there's just, the movie is, is short where, and you know, there's some movies where if it's short, but it's okay because they've told the story utilizing the time. And this movie felt like it's, it's short and it's missing some stuff to flesh it out. Like, because it was only an hour and 30 minutes. So I felt like, okay, if you had the extra 20 or 30 minutes, you could have filled in some gaps or fleshed out some things, you know, like background characters or motivations or, or things like that. Kind of like what Kai mentioned, but other areas. It would have rounded out the movie a bit more. But it just, it was just weird storytelling. And I don't know if they cut it or just didn't have a way to articulate the story to me. So that part of, to me, is just disappointing. And okay, the Demon Bear, the Demon Bear saga is actually a New Mutant story um, based on the comic book. So that I, I don't know completely if that part is canon 
to the books or not. I'd, I'd like to think it is because I think that they were trying to keep it secret. And even the artist who was really famous for, for doing that story was was kind of thrilled, like, oh, you're taking one of my big stories that made me a big comic book superstar and making it into a movie. Um, so I believe it's canon. Um, so, th- you know, they've taken some great elements. Like, they've taken well-known story, they've taken the main characters, they've cast it, I thought, pretty well. They've got a, you know, a different setting than the mainline movies. But it's just all, uh, you know, lost potential and a bit undercooked. Um, and, you know, I say this as a, as a comic fan, that if I was a bigger New Mutants fan, I'd probably be more disappointed. But I've always been more like, I actually like reading about the X-Men. So don't really care too much about the junior team, though they're cool. Like, I don't hate the characters. Don't get me wrong. I just always gravitated more toward at the X-Team because <laughs> I just like them more. And I like Kitty Pride as the younger representative. And the New Mutants, you know, if they're around or if I'm interested in something, I'll, I'll read them. But... Um, and it, had I been more of a bigger New Mutants fan, and I, I know there's definitely a large uh, fandom of who who really like New Mutants more than X Men, they're probably really disappointed. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, or maybe, or maybe, yeah, or maybe they love it regardless. I don't know, right? But if I was a larger New Mutants fan, I'd be like, oh my gosh, what did you do <laughs> to my characters? Right, that kind of thing. So, um, and I would have loved to see more Cannonball blasting. They just sort of, yeah allude to him like oh he can fly around and that's you know, the, what they did show of him was pretty was actually it was cool good from yeah, yeah was cool, exactly. but i was like I, I don't know what wait, what does he do like I don't exactly understand. there's no you know, use why him. was he chained up for like to, to do what yeah. he he shoots hit the lower half of his body goes like a rocket yeah okay he's, he's like, vulnerable like when he's blasting vulnerable yeah he himself yeah. to spinning around and like yeah why, yeah why is he doing that why is he doing that he was i think he was testing his own his vector yeah, oh he's God. testing his own yeah. limits. He's training himself, basically. Yeah. Again, um, I, I didn't get any of that. <laughs> right. So. And that's, yeah. So they, they could have done more with this character because they've got really good, interesting characters. But they're just not doing anything really interesting with them, unfortunately. So, but anyway, we can go on. All right. Um, Dat, you want to go next? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, hearing... Arthur and Kai talk about it, even you, Anthony, and the whole I didn't really get XXX was sort of illustration of how, how badly they executed this whole thing. I think that, you know, people can walk away, you know, sort of understanding who what they think they know about the characters, but it wasn't really clear. It was kind of messy. Um, I thought the movie itself seemed really cheap. I mean, they're supposed to be in this facility that's supposed to be of a bigger, larger purpose that looks dilapidated, old, and wrecked down, and there's literally no staff there. I mean, I, I right. watch, I watch Sunspot washing dishes all the time. I'm like, who's even cooking their food, right? Yeah, who's even cleaning yeah. the facilities? Yep. Like, there's even no security. The yep. the the lady is basically the only staff there. Yeah, and even when she they're has done, powers, then, right? Yeah, yes. there is a character called Cecilia Reyes. I think okay. she's African American in the books, and she has force field generation powers but not like her but you know it's enough of a stretch that it's fine i believe it's yeah. the same character so mm-hmm. there's a little bit of trivia there the, the, yeah the movie reminded me of that that deadpool scene where he basically talks about how there's no budget so they couldn't license yeah. any other characters <laughs> and right. you know this movie you know i i just didn't understand what they were trying to do or, or why anybody believed any of the motivations or plot development. And again, I, I have to mention how sort of generically bad I felt every character's sort of portrayal. Um, you know, although I enjoyed how, you know, for instance, the the, the actress who played Rain, I never saw Game of Thrones, but I know she's from that. So I never, you know, don't have any preconceived notions about what kind of character she can act. But I thought she did a good job. You know, I thought um, um, yeah. Danny did a good job. But, you know, other characters, I felt like they were kind of generic versions of that version of that high school kid in school. And then they have like a passionate um, emotional moment about what they've done in their life that's supposed to make you build empathy. But, you know, I think we say a lot how certain relationships and certain story character arcs are earned. And and I just felt like there was very little earned in this movie right um so the direction that they had and the camaraderie that they seem to have developed by the end of the movie i thought was was extremely weak i i almost don't i can't even think of anything in this movie that i want to credit and say you know they did a super duper good job of 
developing or telling a story or plotting around that. And, and for me, that that's big because, you know, although, you know, we go, we go into sort of mutant movies and um, superhero movies with the idea of uh, suspension of reality, you still want something to sort of bind you and ground you in, in a notion of possibility. And this just didn't seem like it was that, right? Nothing they believed, nothing they came from, nowhere that they headed to seemed, seemed to go. I think production quality, other than the whole dilapidated facility and, and you know, no staff and cheapness looking thing, I thought, you know, effects wise, it was actually pretty good overall. Yeah, like I actually I thought um, Magic's, um, the Soul Sword and the arm were actually very good. You know, yeah, it was it was like a version of what they did with Mystique, but I thought it was better executed and less generic CGI looking overall. And it was visually stunning, right? Um, yeah, it looked like her. Absolutely. She and looks so, like Ileana. <laughs> She she really does, um, and you know you're right, Arthur. They had a good cast of characters. I was a new mutant fan, but um, admittedly, I came on you know after Ileana was dead, and you know I was more the cable new mutants. Oh, X Force, yeah, yeah. Or I new was mutants at cable, yeah, yeah. I, I read New Mutants right, you know, maybe a year or two before Cable came, and mm, then okay. read it into the transition of X Force. So of course, you know we recognize you know i recognize cannonball and um sunspot and rain um but mm-hmm. um danny and and um, iliana wasn't too familiar with right yeah um, also just to clarify too i did a quick read on on lockheed apparently lockheed's an alien yes that's right somehow um attached to kitty mm-hmm. and was never really associated with iliana okay so that i don't know why maybe because i'm not so familiar with the character but it's, it seemed like I naturally saw her with Ileana, but that's not the case. She is a shadow cat, side character, so to speak. Um, but no, this this movie was, um, I, I can't call it disappointing because I wasn't expecting much to begin with. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, I, I you know kind of like Phoenix, I wanted to see the end of the Fox X-Men run. And, and being such a big sort of X-Men mutant fan myself, I feel like it's like I same reason why I watch Transformers. You just got to see it, you know, <laughs> just to see how it went. Right? See the just first like I'm gonna watch. You don't have to see the, any of the other ones if they're that bad, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I'm gonna say the same for DC movies. I'm gonna have to watch every five. single one because I'm I'm a fan of that stuff. But I have <laughs> no faith. Like I had no faith in this movie either. But you know, I did it, and it was about as bad as I thought it would be. Um, <laughs> and there isn't really much more to see. All right. Nice brief summary. Um, I mean, you. I think you guys said everything. Um, I will say kind of like that I, I went into it with pretty shitty expectations, and it was slightly better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> That's how, like, how shitty my expectations were. Um, wow. It felt like at times that this could have been like a good miniseries, like yeah. an eight-episode miniseries on um that they tried to compact <laughs> into a movie and because uh, i thought there I, I don't know i thought there was there were some like interesting like different elements there about a group of like young uh like mutants who you're not used to like seeing like you know not the x-men and so i thought that was interesting but um everything was just kind of blah like i didn't really yeah i, I don't know yeah. i just nothing really was like engaging um i mean there were some it wasn't as terrible again as i thought it was going to be but again it, was, it wasn't great either uh, one call out i want to make is that at one point uh, and this is probably where it was going to connect with the x1 universe is you see the uh, xx sx corporation yeah yeah as like that's who the, she worked for mm-hmm. um so that was going to be whatever mr sinister's yep like way in and uh, i think it was mm-hmm. Was it Ooh, Apocalypse? Mr. Sinister? Yeah. Yeah. So he runs Essex Corporation. And yeah, or it's also at the his end last of, name too. Right, right. At the end of Apocalypse, there is a little like yeah. Easter egg, not not whatever, just a end credit scene where they give a, a blood to the Essex Corporation as well. So somewhere pro- probably would have been some connection there. So um that was like a little bit neat to see, I guess. But yeah. um 
It's supposed to be a big revelation, but it's like unless you knew, you're like, yeah, I know. What does that mean? What <laughs> does that you mean? Know, no, no, most like casual fans yeah, probably never know. Like really know. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, no we were a franchise was two years ago, like you were saying, Anthony. The movie was years ago. Um, yeah. Fox hadn't been bought by Marvel yet, yeah. right? And yeah. so then they were in a place where they were still trying to drive a franchise. Um, but I mean, it's no surprise. This is yeah. where they ended up. Yeah, that's a good point. They could have in the previous movie. Yeah. I'd kind of be okay if in the Marvel MCU's X-Men that if Sinister was the main villain. I feel like we have not we haven't got an on-screen version, right? No. Um it would be kind of cool. I mean, I know they uh, won't do that. Uh, that way, but, uh Mr. Sinister. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. He's, he's a weird-looking dude. Yeah, he's, he I don't know how yeah. they would make him look, but I don't either. But he's also I, I, weird motivations too, so it's yeah. Yeah, I kind of find him like dark and and his history with Cyclops and uh would be interesting. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I think we all kind of felt the same about New Mutants. Um Nick Choi, since you're watching it live now, how do you uh, how do you feel about it so far? Are we are we spot on? See, I'm 28 minutes in I I had no idea what's going on. <laughs> but I just saw the sword hand. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, that part. When she threatens Mirage. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. the first interesting thing I think I've seen. I don't really know what's going on. So it's not you, for once. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess another detail that might help, too, is is I guess magic is she is kind of like she became the ruler of purgatory. So like yeah. Arthur, you're saying she's kind of like halfway to hell, but She's kind of supposed to be in the middle, right? And yeah, she yeah. yeah. Forged the soul, soul, soul. Herself. Yeah. No, uh, no magic. 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 Oh, magic. Oh, yeah. magic. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's yeah. actually a sorcerer. I yes. Guess, or a sorceress. Correct. Is what she actually is. And yes, her, her main power is like teleportation. Yep. Yeah. The only thing I thought was. Um, that's why she pops know, in and out. There's no one there, but they're like, um, it's just that lady that's kind of watching them. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I get this feeling like there's more people involved because they keep showing like this uh, security camera footage and there's like they show all this like statistics. The answer is no, Nick. There's exactly. nobody there but her. <laughs> right. Exactly. It makes no sense. It makes Cause no later sense. later on in the movie, because you know, I remember I was sitting watching with my son and we were like, is there anybody else there? And yeah, then later on, sense. when Someone you see the security room, she's the only one sitting there. She's right. the only one. Yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense. One. Yeah. I feel like there's a team of scientists watching them or something, but no. Okay. Yeah. Nope. It doesn't. Doesn't. <laughs> the whole premise. It just. Yeah. It felt low budget. Yeah, it very low budget. Super low budget. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you made a good point, Dad. It was like you know, Sunspot's washing dishes. So was he also yeah. cooking? Who's <laughs> right? uh, Who's who's eating? Do you ever see the meat? You never see the meat. They're in a cafeteria. Yeah, true. Weird cafeteria. So style. weird. Yeah, it's very um, strange. But no one's yeah. cooking, huh? You're right. The premise is just strange. Like it's a good, it's a good setting, but it's just the set. The premise is, it's you know, weird. Anthony, I think you're right in the sense that there, it, it wasn't horrible, horrible. Like we said, not as bad as Fantastic. It did have glimmers of possibly being better, but yeah. they just dropped the ball on it. I mean, they, they just made bad decisions in places whether it be writing or plotting or whatever it is, just didn't didn't deliver well or intelligently. Yeah, and I, I don't really know who to blame. I don't I don't think it's fully the director's fault because I think the studio stepped in and then again it was right in the middle of their mm-hmm. transition. I don't know oh yeah, I don't know who to blame, but um it wasn't uh yeah, it wasn't just like executed. Mm-hmm. But there there was something there. It could have been something there at least. Yeah. I, I think it would have been salvageable if they gave it the proper budget and time, yeah, um, and better. I don't know, taste and decision making. Um, and you yeah, can't, or you can't say that about everything. And this one had a chance, maybe. or lean it like heavily one way or the other. Like uh, I think Kai was saying that like, the trailer was a straight horror. Like okay, this is like unique, yeah, interesting take. That's a good oh, point. one thing I brought up, uh, I wanted yep. to bring up is that you watch Doctor Sleep. That I don't, I, you guys, did. I don't, I don't think you guys have seen it. Uh, everyone no. else has seen it, but. It, it's a good movie, and it is it's, good it isn't like a, a a good way to do a horror X Men movie, dude. Right? Yeah. Totally, like it, I didn't even. Yes, I don't want to go off on tangent, but that was the best X Men movie I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I watch. I, I that's why I told you guys to watch it. I was like, dude, you guys, I, I don't, I don't want to say anything. 
I don't want to say anything, but I was like, this is a X-Men movie and this is the right yeah. way to do a horror X-Men movie. Um, and so I was looking yeah. Yeah. like into New Mutants the same like way, like this is how you could have done it well. Sure. But yeah, it was really like lightweight horror. Like they didn't really yeah, lean into it. Barely. No, <laughs> exactly guys, right. You guys should watch Doctor Sleep and then we should yeah. treat it like it was an X-Men movie. Yeah, just podcast <laughs> it as an X-Men movie. Isn't okay. that the prequel to The Shining? No, it's a no, sequel. It's a sequel. Oh, but sequel, you get sorry. more out of it if you watch The Shining. But it, it's, it is a good movie. I watched it again this past weekend. Did you uh, see The Shining? I bought first? it this Why past it weekend, movie? Anthony. I bought it. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. It's a what? sequel to The Shining? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's well, when I, uh, the kid, uh, the, uh, Danny, he's older when he's... Uh, yeah, he grows up he's, into adulthood. I have... No, you you have to watch it. Right? <laughs> no, don't, we don't watch it. Yeah, don't, don't, just <laughs> like, just watch it. I was Nick is so. easily misled. <laughs> he was mutant in the first one. Don't you remember? He has he has the shine. <laughs> no? the shine. Oh, okay, the never mind. Shine, shine on, shine on. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, let's do uh, wrap up uh, ratings. Kai, you want to go first? God. Um. I don't know. Probably like a like a just. I'm just gonna give it a six. Like between okay. a five and a six. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, yeah. Arthur. Wow. So, mark this night. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, I'm like <laughs> more or less aligned with Kai. Um, I'll give it a solid six, because. Only because I th- the only good thing I thought was the casting and the characters. Like, they did that good in Lockheed. But everything else is like, oh, man. It's just what could have been. It's not as, yeah. a, it's not as bad as Fantastic Four or other movies. But it's more like disappointment of, man, it could have been, you know, good. It didn't have to be even great. It could have been good. It's not even good. So... But I only give it a six and not less because I, I thought the casting and the characters were quite good. So. Yeah. Right? That? Yeah. All right. I'm pretty much right where you guys are. I'm at a 5.6. Um, That's a family. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like it, it wasn't a complete waste of my time, but it wasn't good. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Um, yeah. I was entertained enough to not say i hated it and <laughs> again back to anthony and the whole there was a, a a faint sense of it it could have been savage or there's enough meat there at least for you to say yeah. it's not horrid yep that's fair um i think i guess i scored it lower than any of you even though i feel like i had the most praise <laughs> uh I, I i gave it a five um i just mm. Mostly generic. Off. I just thought pretty average. Like, yeah, um, better than I expected. But ultimately, I probably will never watch that movie again. I'm glad that they didn't do the whole everybody's afraid of mutants thing. Oh yeah, I think that's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. played out. So, well, there were no people that. in the movie to be afraid. Of <laughs> <laughs> literally six people all together. True. Okay, the dad, the I dad tried. who died at the beginning, so seven. <laughs> exactly. But he wasn't afraid. Uh, by the way, that dad was. If you guys ever saw Joe Dirt, was. Was chicken wing or chicken? Remember, you guys are <laughs> okay. Uh, this no. is random. I love that guy. Very, random. Random. He's he's very random. He's a good actor. I've heard. Yeah, he was in what Isles of Iwo Jima or what was that? Um, he was like in some good dramatic movies. That guy. What I heard. Yeah. Oh. Uh, David Breach, I think I forgot his name. Dude, watch him in Joe Dirt. He's so good in that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Adam Beach. Adam Beach. Yes, that's it. Yeah. So the thing is with this movie, it's like even other bad movies, there's at least maybe one or two scenes which I would like to I enjoy watching because that part was good. Like Dark Phoenix, I liked the the, the train sequence as an action yeah. set piece. That was cool. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind going back watching that movie just for that sequence because that sequence was really well executed in terms of like action. Um, this movie, like I can't name anything that I would just go back just to watch just because of this one scene. There's nothing there. And that's sad. You know, yeah. For me, it'd be give me a 15 second supercut of the soul sword materializing. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, she did some of that with, you know, fighting the bear, but it wasn't like, yeah. enough. No, like, there was supposed to be the big one, but I'm like, uh, you know, right. there's nothing like a big, um, what's the word? Um, money, 
money scene, money shot yeah. scene, right? money like, shot. Oh, whatever, you know. Well, the whole bear scene fight was useless too, because really they couldn't do anything to that bear. Yeah. yeah. You know? So the and whole I, exposition of it was pointless. Yeah. In a and I don't know if way. that's, yeah. And I don't know if that's the book thing they're following or like, they just had to wrap up the movie because like low budget, like, Oh, we don't have any, we ran out of money. So we better end it fast. Oh, I'll just have her <laughs> talk it down. <laughs> right. You know? right. Yep. Yeah, that talk it down scene was just so cringe too. Just <laughs> treated it like a dog. It's like stop. Right. Yeah. No, sit. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just the like, same really. Way. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't earned at all. Like, and you know, I didn't know what her powers were by the end of the movie either. I just wasn't quite sure what I was looking. For. And that's a problem. I, and I'm still kind of not sure. I'm looking. Are you telling me that she's called Mirage, but her power is so strong that things that she mirages actually have physical weight and capability it's not really a mirage that's straight conjuring beasts and animals you know what i mean yeah it's i'm still confused as i sit here now yeah 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 so um (laughs) (laughs) who knows you're not missing anything nick yeah (laughs) um so question are we going to do tenet next Yes, we are. I need to see that movie. Oh, is it out? It's on Monday. Uh, for Pirates, it's out. Oh, <laughs> I, nice. That's what I heard. Nice. That's what I heard. I don't know. For sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I, think, I think the main release, like DVD, digital, is December 15th. Next Tuesday. Okay, so after December Oh, 15th. so let's do it Wednesday then? <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. This weekend? No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, nope, just kidding. We will wait for official release so none of us get sued. All right, well, let's do it the Monday after next Wednesday then. Uh, it could be on a Christmas holiday time. You know. That's true. Well, the Monday works for me too. We're not, and none of us are going to go to parties, right? No. True. <laughs> I'm watching. Bye. Well, that, that's right, next. So, I love and it. We, and we got Wonder Woman in, in December 25th also. Oh, oh yeah. It's not, that's Widow's not too far not off, too. middle of next year now. What? They Widow? haven't announced yeah. Widow, actually. They haven't, none of the Marvel like, MCU stuff, they've said anything. Wow. Really? I thought they said, like, May again. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're no, they've, they've pushed, like, the, the ones they were sort of filming, but, like, completed movies, they don't know what they're going to do with Black Widow. But, like, what is it? Um, Eternals, they, they just moved it because I think they're still filming, so they had more... F- Flexibility, Shang Chi. I think they stopped. Fil- they actually f- completed filming. Finish, right? Yeah. Oh, really? So, so there is a date uh, yeah. for Black Widow. They well, for now, it. I don't know. Yeah, they for pushing the, the latest it. May seventh. So, yeah, a year know. later, literally a year later. <laughs> yeah, that's so sad. We missed a whole year of seriously Marvel movies yeah. and TV shows. Yeah, um, we'll get Wanda Vision next whatever next month or January or whatever, but still not yep. the same. Oh, I so thought Wonder it was going to be in December. That's, uh, uh, they pushed it again. Oh, yeah. but I, think, I think January is the final date. Right. Oh. I'm okay with that. But yeah, Wonder Woman and Tenet are next. Dig it. All right. I'm not looking forward to Wonder Woman. I am, I'm, looking, I'm really looking forward to it. It looks awesome. I'm not because they brought back Steve, and I don't know. How oh. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know. I didn't know about that. <laughs> okay, I, I knew they brought him back as an actor, but don't tell me anymore. I don't know what that means. We don't, we don't brought know him back. Yeah, leave it exactly where your mind is with we don't know either. We don't have no right idea there. what that is yeah. means. We don't either. The actor is there, but I don't know. All right. Dream sequence. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hallucination. Fair enough. All right. All right. Cool. That wraps anybody? it up for another episode. We'll see you guys soon. Final words from anybody? Nick? McRib is back. Podcast with McRib. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck do you say shit like that for? <laughs> Jesus. Big rib. Okay, next. This guy. This guy.